it's, how it works, we don't know. Yeah, exactly. What it's for, we don't know. <laughs> Welcome to episode 114. This episode 2 is see we talk about gamers give Blizzard the cold shoulder. Stealth Park says, come at me, bro. And Anton reads a book. I'm Al Flores. Now I'm Anton Duong. How's your week been? It's been a very educational week for me. Uh, what yeah. do you mean by that? Uh, I've been trying to, you know, read up on how to prep the wife to okay, get ready so, for. Okay, so when for, two people love each other. They... Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, so I, I, don't know, been... I don't know how far back you're going with like how something works. So yeah. Well, I've been reading this book. It's called um, We're Pregnant, and it's uh, the first time dad's pregnancy book. And I'm glad that they have this book because I looked at her book. Yeah. <laughs> and those of uh, those are the people that actually know people that go through pregnancies. They yeah. usually buy this book called What to Expect When You're spe- Expecting. Yeah, yeah. It's a, that's actually a very popular book. Uh, yeah. It's it is the everybody poops of the pregnancy world. Yeah. Have yeah. you s- you saw how thick those books yeah, are? Yeah. It's like yeah, it's a freaking it's a textbook. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's crazy. So I was looking at her book and I was looking at my book and it, it was like that much. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think they're <coughs> assuming that you know the key stuff is gonna be in the other book. And this is more yeah. of like specifically for the dads that might be, that might have been omitted from other books. It's funny. So I, I've I've read like a couple chapters in. So yeah. I'm like probably thirty percent of the way into the book. And the he, he the the author he kind of makes fun of the 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 thicker book by saying, you know, um he didn't read that book because uh he's too damn long. Yeah, he felt like it was too damn long, but then he's, it got... He's like, my wife is only pregnant for 10 months. I can't read that book in that, in that much time. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, he, his wife left that book on the the, the toilet. Table. Oh. Yeah, and uh, she left it there for so long that it started to collect dust. Yeah. And she put it there for a reason, and he, he, he finally got the hint that he should read it. So... Well, first he of all... Read it, yeah. <laughs> First of all, communication skills. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just assuming that he's going to know yeah. what it means. So when he finally read it, he's like, oh, wow, there's a lot of stuff in here, but there's a lot of stuff that I shouldn't know because that's more personal. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so I'm saying, I think those, those, the other books are, are, uh, more for, for the, the, the mom, mom to be. Mm-hmm. And for the couple as a whole, yeah. As for the guy, this this guy specific, or mm-hmm. that you know, guys would relate to, that's not really included in most books. Yeah. yeah. So here's a funny story. So you know, for the past couple of weeks, uh, everything's fine. Mm-hmm. I've been cooking, and she loves the food that I, I cook. So yeah. uh, I'm like, okay, this is working out. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere. One day, she was like, whoa, what are you cooking? It smells so, uh, like, strong. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's just spaghetti. I cooked it last week, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> and then I'm like, wait, this is weird. It is, did you, like, grow some, like, spider senses or something and, like, get, like, super smell? And then she's like, I don't know. I think so. Yeah. And I was reading this book. And then when it got to uh, the part where it says uh, seven weeks, Mm-hmm. And it and it lists all the things that are happening during that week, and usually, like, um, pregnant woman starts to uh, grow that sense of smell, and they call it super smell. Yeah, yeah. Well, so. that's to I would say 
it, I, I'm trying to think evolutionary, and I'm sure that's more to detect foods that might cause harm or... Exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think it just heightens all of the senses, mm-hmm. and then, yeah, it, it's, it's kind su- of funny. Super survival mode. <laughs> yeah. So... You know, now I'm I'm trying to adjust and I'm trying to, you know, figure out what I can do so I can get something that, you know, um, that wouldn't smell too much. So mm-hmm. that way it's easier for her to eat. Because sometimes like like this morning, I just cook instant noodles for myself. And <laughs> she's like, oh, my God, it, I can smell from upstairs. Does she get so, grossed out? Yeah. Uh, yeah. A just... lot of the things that she likes to eat, she's grossed out now. Yeah. Because I, I think the best thing to compare it to is... Uh, st- stuff we like to eat as a kid, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. But now you think back, like, oh god, that's so much sugar. Oh god, that's so much salt. It, yeah. you, your taste much change, and I think that's how hers is. It's like that's just so much sodium in the in, in the ramen or the noodles. Yeah, like she loves butternut squash. So mm-hmm. I I took her out to a place that has it the other day. She only t- she only ate like two scoops, two spoonfuls, and she's like, ah, oh, I'm I'm good. <laughs> she like pass. Yeah. yeah. All right. So All yeah, right. that, that that's pretty much my week so far. Uh, what about yours? Uh, my week has been kind of a blur, uh, but I do have a fun uh, weekend coming up. Uh, tomorrow, I'm mm-hmm. going to... Have you ever been to uh, Steelcraft in Long Beach? Steelcraft? No, I, I haven't. So it's... Uh, I think Steelcraft is actually a, a brewery itself, but mm-hmm. uh, it's a... Think of it like a giant cafeteria or like an outdoor cafeteria, mm-hmm. but it's all built from shipping containers. Oh, that's interesting. So they that's have, really cool. yeah, so they have different vendors, different shops and all that, uh, food places, I think, uh, brewery that each one is actually a shipping container. Oh. And it's, it, you know, it reminds me of, uh, uh, a Ready Player One. The stacks. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's the stacks. It's yeah. Basically like, a. Like a whole city full of uh, containers. Yeah, yeah. So this... Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see here if I can find something. Um, so they have one in Long Beach, mm-hmm. but they just finished building one here in... Uh, well, not here, but in Garden Grove, uh, right mm-hmm. by uh, Garden Grove High School. Mm-hmm. Um, so is this place kind of like a... Um food truck type of uh yeah i think place. think of it like a, yeah think of it like a food truck vibe but it's shipping containers yeah uh so we, s- we we have something similar but it's not uh food uh the 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 truck containers but uh, what we have here is just like a a little like house mm-hmm. that's kind of that acts as the main house with the restrooms and the uh the brewery mm-hmm. and then uh outside is a bunch of like um like RV hookups where uh, these trucks who sign a contract, they can go there uh, and be there for like a month or something like that. So basically like every day you can go there and there'll be these food trucks that are kind of like permanent for like a month. Yeah. And they rotate. Isn't it kind of of like uh, that, that one guy in um, uh, the chef show in in Mm -hmm. Austin. Yeah. 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 yeah, They have like just lots that are, that they converted to like food, food, uh, food truck events. Yeah. So the one here in Orlando is called a la carte. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. Uh, so anyway, so yeah, they opened this place in, in Garden Grove. Uh, I'm going to go mm-hmm. check it out tomorrow mm-hmm. and then, uh, hopefully I don't get the hangover this time. <laughs> and then Saturday, I'm actually going to LA Comic Con. Oh, nice. It's, yeah. Really cool. It totally snuck up on me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, it's going to be my girlfriend's first comic book convention. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, we're just going to, you know, kind of, kind of give her the basics of like, you know, that you know, this is how mm-hmm. usually set up. And maybe do a walkthrough and then just kind of let her see what she wants to check out, what she wants to explore. Yeah, I'm kind of curious to see uh, what type of stuff that they have there. Yeah. And you know what? And one thing I realized, too, is 
this is actually a really good big convention to take her to for comic books mm-hmm. because even though it's a, it's a decent size, it's like it's pretty much it's a not mini crowded. <laughs> no, it, it's it gets pretty crowded now. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but it's I mean it's probably the third at, at, at most half the size of San Diego Comic Con, the actual convention center. Mm-hmm. But the panels are actually all on the show floor. Oh, okay. So like everything is just happening live in the middle of the show floor mm-hmm. um so it kind of easier into the kind of gives her a taste of what the panels are without having to line up mm-hmm. um and also get the experience of show floor and then mm-hmm. that way in case she does decide to join us one one time for san diego comic-con she knows yeah. what to you know if, if we say panels or whatever she knows what we're talking about yeah um we haven't done this for a while but uh, i'm actually gonna drink a beer tonight <gasps> yeah uh, i'm drinking um, passion tea <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh I got this new brewery. Um I don't know if they're new or not, but they they're new to me. They're called Brew Hub and this is Key Billy. It's an ale with key lime juice in there. So, uh they would prefer this as an island ale. It's 5.4 ABV. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to try it out right now. Nice. Uh while you open that up, well, you do a little foley. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um and shout out a podcast I've been listening to lately, uh, Four Brewers. I don't know if you checked it out yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's actually Four Brewers. <laughs> four Brewers? Okay. Yeah, it's, it's four different guys. Um, I think they're from different breweries, and they kind of just get together and uh, test out different beers. And I like mm-hmm. it because they, they range so much from uh, the different things they drink. I think the episode that I checked out for the first time was uh, they were testing out the cider, or not cider, uh, what's like, what's like that White Claw? Uh, seltzer alcohol, seltzer oh, drinks. Oh, seltzer is so popular right now. Yeah, so they were actually drinking like White Claw, Truly, mm-hmm. and all that for what it was. They were like, yeah, they, you know, this is hot. But then episode, okay, first of all, we're just kidding. This is awful. <laughs> yeah. Awful is in like taste or uh, just overall like uh, experience of drinking it? Uh, I think probably both, which yeah. I agree. Uh, I was surprised. Yeah. I was like, no, please don't tell me that. It, I was it's, a- it's, it's good. It's a good thing to drink if you're just having like good conversations and then want to get fucked up. Because <laughs> I, I, I've seen uh, a, a lot of people talk about, you know, drinking seltzer right now. And it just seems like a lot of the younger people are drinking it just to. It's just trendy. You know, yeah. yeah. Anyways. <laughs> So what do you think of the beer, Anton? Um, this is very interesting. Like, I, I if it tastes more like a lager, mm-hmm. and that uh, key lime kind of kicks in at the very end. Like, you don't get it a whole lot when you're drinking it. It's the aftertaste. Like, you know, when you when you um, suck a little bit of air in, like you, you get that little lingering uh, lime taste to it. Okay, a little bit of citrusy taste to it. Yeah, yeah. So you don't taste that at first. It's more of the aftertaste. Which what's the name of it again? Uh, this is Brew Hub. But with the beer, though. Uh, this is uh, Key Billy. So I guess a Key Lime? Yeah, Key Billy. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I, it's starting to turn into... Uh, it, it's fall weather. Uh, the, the Oktoberfest beers are out. I, mm-hmm. I'm i kind of looking forward to the darker beers right now. Mm. That one seems more like a late summer beer that just kind of yeah, got left on the shelf. Yeah, I think it's a late summer beer because... Um, yeah. It's, it's just refreshing. It's, pretty it's light. Mm, it's refreshing. It's light. Yeah. All right, Anton. Uh, ready to get into the show? Yep, let's get into the show. All right, let's start with our first segment, news. All right, news stuff. All right, Anton. Uh, I think we're going to be talking about the same thing on this topic. Uh, Blizzard loses gamers. So are you talking about the gamer that got banned? Banned. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's talk about that. You, you start. Uh, yeah, so actually, let me pull up the, my notes here. 
so Blizzard has competitions for a game called uh, Hearthstone. And mm-hmm. oh, did I lose it? Yeah, Hearthstone. And uh, I think uh, for the competition, Blitz Chung, excuse me, <laughs> <laughs> which is the uh, player that is from Hong Kong. Yeah. And uh, he he won the event. Yeah. So he, for the post interview, yeah, he said, yeah. I'll let you say it. <laughs> no, I don't get I don't have his quote, but I just okay. I finally found my notes. Uh, Blitz, uh, Blitz Chung uh, ranked mm-hmm. Grandmaster highest tier, suspended mm-hmm. for a year from Hearthstone Pro Play after making comments in support of Hong Kong protesters during a post-game interview. Blizzard yeah, said, said Blizzard said his violations violated uh, violated uh, his actions violated their competition rules. Yeah. So he said <laughs> liberation for Hong Kong protesters. Right. And that's the thing that bugged me because when I from the news first broke, I couldn't get the what he actually said. All they mm-hmm. said was he made a comment during the interview and Blizzard said it was against their 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 uh, it violated their competition rules. Yeah, but we all know that Blizzard's doing it because they have a lot of business in China. Yeah. And they don't want to lose China's business. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um and that was kind of the when I posted that story, that was kind of the the hint I bit in the cap- caption there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I yeah. said, "Wonder how many customers Blizzard has in China?" <laughs> a lot. Because, uh, I mean, they, they've had people since um, World of Warcraft and StarCraft. And then <coughs> even a lot of people played World of Warcraft, too, which is one of the big things that they had for a while. Um, and League of Legends started because of World of Warcraft. Um, not World of Warcraft, but regular Warcraft. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's such a big market over there. So I think that's why they're trying to protect it so much. But at the same time, like, you know, hey, what's wrong is wrong. What's right is right. You know, well, we're starting to see a lot of companies uh, and organizations. They have to start making a a statement one way or another. Uh, Apple, uh, Apple had had to face that with some of the manufacturing. Um, Yeah. Yeah, well, recently, well, um, actually, during the Hong Kong protests, yeah, they uh, they banned one of the apps, and yeah. it was an app that a lot of the protesters use to avoid police. It's mm-hmm. kind of like um, it uses GPS, and people report where the polices are. Yeah. yeah uh, so they banned that app. Yeah, I saw that on Twitter. It was like IHK something, I forgot what it was, but yeah, they really they removed it from their store. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was one of the things... Uh, uh, CES, the the Consumer Electronics um, Convention, or mm-hmm. uh, for what it was CES stands for. That's are you talking about show? CNET? No, no, CES, uh, Consumer Electronics Show. Uh-huh. Uh, that's usually held in Vegas. Uh, uh-huh. That one they actually banned a Chinese company uh, due to they didn't even specify. They just said human rights violations. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, okay. so I don't know if, if it's because of the 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 conditions for for employees. Or because of the side that company has taken with the Hong Kong um, Okay, protests. so t- tell me what you think about this. Do you think it's wrong that, you know, Apple banned the the app? Because the one, one good reason why a lot of people used it was, you know, there are families that are not part of the protest that would like to know, you know, uh, to avoid. Because... They can just are, be caught in the wrong place, wrong time. Yeah, they can just be caught in the wrong place in the wrong time. And plus... China wants to ban the face masks, just a yeah. regular mask that you would wear, like the doctor. Oh, ones. they already did. They already did. They already banned that. I know it's not fair, though. I mean, there there are a lot of kids that are sick, you know, um, and the pollution in Hong Kong is still pretty bad from coming from China. 
So, I mean, a lot of people would just wear it regularly and then they would get, you know, caught in the whole mix with the police. Yeah. So the one reason why they use this app is because they want to avoid those areas as a family. Do you think that's wrong? I mean, I like to think of it is if they had a similar app like that here in the United States, I wouldn't have an issue with them banning it because... I know people be shady. Kind of like those, you remember those old devices people used to have in their cars to track for well, police scanners? Well, people still use it now, like, you know, uh, Waze. Like, you know, when you go on the... Oh, that's true. The, yeah. yeah. You I can report there's police or something. I don't use it, though. Yeah. And it's, but yeah. that's like, you know, um, public knowledge, you know? Yeah. It's not really doing anything illegal. No, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. I didn't think about it that way. You're right. Waze does have that that functionality. Um yeah, I don't know. I, I just think that this is going to get a lot bigger because a lot of the companies that we, I mean, Apple, I mean, big one, yeah. uh, are they're going to have to make a decision one way or another. Mm-hmm. Like, how, how are they going to come down on this? Um, okay. Because A, they, besides the human rights uh, issue and whatever you believe of, of Hong Kong sovereignty, mm-hmm. uh, uh, either... You you lose risking a lot of uh, uh, a lot of customers in China and business there, or you face the negative public perception here in the United States and other uh, f- similar countries um, mm-hmm. that see Hong Kong as a sovereign nation and uh, any and people citing with China as a bad as a bad guy. Yeah, so I mean, I dug deeper into this, and uh, the reason why I want to talk about this a little further just uh, just now is because you know we we play a a video game that's made by Blizzard. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we play it quite often. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking um, about. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we, we play this game called Overwatch and yeah. it's made by Blizzard. And we've been playing it for years now. Uh, so because of the whole uh, issue that's going on right now, a lot of players are kind of deleting their own accounts on Blizzard. Mm-hmm. And they deleted so many accounts that Blizzard had to shut down their servers so they can't delete their accounts oh so like the the like domain name servers they shut down okay so you know like like uh, sometimes sometimes when you want to log into like battle.net yeah uh you would need a uh activation key from your phone or from uh the the email or something like that so they shut down those servers that are authenticators So, so you yeah so, you, so for you, example you, you request you request to cancel your account but you never yeah. get confirmation to cancel it no they shut uh, those down because so many people were doing it and it was a big deal because uh they were losing okay like uh, a lot have has has blizzard made a comment about that yet no but okay. it, it, it gets even crazier you know when when fans uh of overwatch actually know what's going on and uh, it's just not Overwatch. It's like every Blizzard game. Yeah, in general. yeah. You got you got a. I'm gonna blank out on that. You got Hearthstone, Overwatch, uh, Diablo, uh, World of Warcraft, uh, yeah. Starcraft. A lot of games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So here's what's going on right now. The fans want China to ban Blizzard. <laughs> That's what people want to uh, do okay. right now so online. Pr- pr- Blizzard siding with China. So the other way to get this done is to make yeah. China ban. I mean. Uh, we can go to so, the next story. Okay, okay. So, so you know what they're doing now? The fans are doing now to ban Blizzard uh, in China. They're coordinating protests on on uh, some sort of Blizzard chat. Yeah, they're they're really? coordinating one specific character, and that's May. Oh. So if you go on Reddit, if you go on Reddit, uh, okay. Since last night until this morning, it, it's still trending. May is the only one that they uh, grabbed from Overwatch. 
and they put like a, a mask on her and then they would say uh uh may um may is for the people of uh, uh hong kong yeah so yeah they're trending it like okay. crazy on twitter and all these social media so and they're doing that because they want to get rid of um it's a blizzard, blizzard in China. Uh, so give people some background there. So one thing that Overwatch was very famous for at the beginning was that each of the characters or their character selection is very diverse, mm-hmm. uh, different ages, different countries. And one of the actual things that, they, that people praise them for is that each character uh, is voiced by a voice actor that is either from that place or is um they stood for something yeah like they were mm-hmm. represented so may's character the, the person that voices uh that does the voice for may is actually chinese yeah and she, i think she's from mainland china yeah, yeah. um dude i, I want to i'm trying to think back for all the may voices okay so here, here's one of the the cool things that that happen uh the good things that happen is that diva was actually one of the characters that they they use for women rights. So Korean, South yeah. South Korea. Yeah, and that's what they use. And uh, I guess, you know, if they were able to get May to be part of this protest, yeah. I think it kind of, you know, gives a better picture of what's going on. But uh, I don't know at this point. It's it's kind of iffy. <sighs> I, I swear, if this is the reason why, why Blizzard uh, locked this season's uh, character selection or uh, uh, yeah. class selection, I'm going to be very pissed. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, could you imagine if, if everybody just picked DPS and everybody just shows me? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, speaking of people trying to get banned. Uh, oh, the, so- the, the, the sportscaster uh, for, okay. I think, Overwatch or Hearthstone. Yeah, yeah the, the sportscaster for Hearthstone is stepping out uh, of casting uh, because BlizzCon's coming up on November 1st. Uh-huh. Yeah, and he's stepping down because uh, he's protesting, too. I wonder if Albrecht's still going to do it. Usually Alex Albrecht, uh, another podcaster, yeah. he does um, the emceeing for BlizzCon. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I wonder what's going to happen. All right, so speaking of try- making making China ban you, uh, mm-hmm. South Park did an episode doing just that to try to antagonize China uh, yeah. enough uh, to you know get a, get a reaction that China and it worked. Mm-hmm. Uh, China has officially blocked all streaming clips uh Anything you might be able to watch on South of South Park banned in China. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean it worked. Like that is exactly what the creators of South Park wanted to do with this episode, and it worked. Um, yeah. I was actually about to watch it. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, if you haven't been watching South Park this season, uh, Randy has a pot farm, <laughs> uh, and the <laughs> the episode. I, I swear, I, I probably paused at the wrong spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, the episode is Randy's bright idea to make more money as a pot farmer is. Guys, guys, I've been doing some research online, and after extensive research, I realized that China has a lot of people. If I just sell pot to at least 2%, I can make millions. <laughs> Beer back, guys. I got to do this really quick before anybody else thinks of it. Yeah. <laughs> Which is making fun of, like I said, like we were saying earlier, Blizzard, uh, Apple, mm-hmm. all these major companies that just want that any any market share in China, which mm-hmm. stands for for millions of dollars, and willing to work with China for it. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I just thought that was funny that it worked. Um, and you know what it, else they banned? What freedom? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you heard about the rockets, right? Red glare, yes. <laughs> no, the Houston, the, Houston, the Houston, Houston Rockets, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you hear about that too? Uh, yeah, they they well, I think they apologize, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I think they banned. Is it just Houston games or any NBA games? 
I think uh, the, the Houston versus uh, Raptors game that was streaming live uh-huh. from uh, Japan. Uh-huh. Yeah, they banned that broadcast, which is crazy. Yeah, I think, and and, and the and uh, Houston is a major team in China, but I think that's because of Yao Ming, because that was that used to be his team. Yeah, uh, Yao Ming uh, still has a portion in the team. I think. He, oh, he is he part, part owner? Team. Yeah, he's part yeah, okay. owner or manager or something like that. Yeah. I know that he he's affiliated with that. Yeah. So. But yeah, that's uh, it's crazy right now, dude. All that political stuff that's going on. But it, it's uh, only I just hope time. that <laughs> I just hope that I'm not going to Hong Kong next month because I was supposed to. Uh, but uh, yeah, I just hope that if they do have me going over there, I just want this to be over. Uh, well, yeah. um, uh, one of the people I kn- or used to know that works at Vans. Uh, he would travel to Japan, China, mm-hmm. and Hong Kong at least a couple times a year for manufacturing purposes. Oh. <laughs> so, wow. yeah. awkward trips if Vance is still doing trips over there. <laughs> I, I see uh, a couple of people that are, do they do take trips over there. Yeah. But they're on the other side of the island. So, um, the main part of the island is where they're all protesting in the business area. Yeah. So, yeah, let's get on to the next story. All right. Uh, onto lighter news, Anton. What's yep. this poster you're talking about? So uh, I don't know if you know that the Grudge is coming back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know if it's a, a remake or a continuation story, uh-huh. but uh, they have a poster out right now, and it's kind of teasing us uh, to see what the future holds for this movie. And it's just a girl in a bathtub with her hair hanging out. Yeah. A little creepy. Yeah. Also, uh, I'm yeah. going to pause you right there. Uh, mm-hmm. I just saw the email notification that we're live streaming, and I look very sassy in that picture because my I, you caught me like, I don't know what I was doing, but my lips look really big. <laughs> uh, <laughs> really? Thanks, Anton. It's not me. It's not me. I didn't pick that. Yeah, It's thanks. random. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. So, I'm so happy we mainly have audio listeners. <laughs> All right, it's on. Uh, El Camino uh, is going to be coming out on Netflix. Uh, it's going to be a movie, the sequel to Breaking Bad, um, mm-hmm. a continuation to find out what happened to Jesse Pinkman after the old uh, shoot- shootout. Yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> oh, come on, dude. That show's been over for like, what, six years, <laughs> seven know, years? I know. <laughs> yeah, but surprisingly, uh, ever since it went on to uh, Netflix with all the seasons, a lot of people actually binge watch a lot of it. So, uh, and there are some people that haven't watched it yet. But anyways, I think it's going to be on. I think it's out right now. Uh, yeah, actually, uh, before we start recording, I, I was looking at what's coming out on Netflix. And they're mm-hmm. saying uh, El Camino coming out October 11th. Yeah, that's today or well, right now. As right right now for you, recording. three hours for me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know, dude. I, 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 I think I'm kind of over Breaking Bad. Like, it's kind of, if this, if this movie came out a year, two years after the show ended i would have been down but right now i'm like it's gonna be a lot of references that i won't get because it's been so long mm-hmm. um i don't know i mean i'll still check it out but i'm just not as hyped as i would have been i i'm a little hyped because i want to know what's gonna happen to jesse pinkman because i mean this when the story ended they didn't really say anything or i mean all we saw was jesse driving away in the el camino laughing maniacally um yeah, yeah I, I don't know and, and just from the trailer you can tell it's gonna be a lot of uh time jumping which i'm not uh, I, yeah. I, that just means that just tells me i need to pay attention and i'm yeah. 
ah, too much, too much work. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, but there's a, a couple of uh, really cool clips online right now where they show behind the scenes. Yeah, and uh, it actually looks uh, good. I'm, I'm, I'm just stoked that uh, Aaron Paul is coming back as Jesse Pinkman because uh, I was expecting to see him in. Um, what? The Saul. Oh, uh, Better Call Saul? Yeah, Better Call Saul. Yeah. But, you know, there there hasn't been, like, a, a big cameo on that yet. Yeah. I was wondering, mm-hmm. I'm like, wait, wait, that was a long pause. Yeah. Um, all right, so moving on to the next story here. Uh, behind the attraction. Uh, so we are a month away, just, just over a month away from Disney Plus being released in the yes. United States. And we're starting to get more Disney Plus uh, previews or uh, trailers of other original shows that are coming up for the network uh, mm-hmm. or for the streaming service. Uh, one of which is called Behind the Attraction, which is going to be starring and produced by Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Uh, the description says, it's going to trace the history and evolution of Disney theme park rides over the years. This sounds like the show that you should have made, Anton. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think there's a lot of history for every single ride. So, I mean, it, it's kind of endless to tell different stories. And especially, I think, in California. I mean, if, if I live there still, I'd probably be doing something like that. Um, but over here, I mean, the whole history behind all this stuff, you, you can only get these experiences when you go on the VIP tours. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I was just trying to check my audio. Sorry. Okay. You're fine. <laughs> no problem. Yeah, so <clears throat> I, I I know that if you go on the VIP tours, you get all the personal tour, and also you get some of the nitty gritty stuff that you can't get anywhere else. Mm-hmm. So, um, with that being said, I'm kind of excited for this type of show. Yeah, uh, there's a show right now on uh, Hulu uh, mm-hmm. as part of their Halloween uh, like like new, newly added shows. Uh, I, I need to pull it up, but it's uh. It's a, it's a documentary style show just about how Disney goes about decorating for Halloween overnight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's funny because like it sounds so simple, but so much coordination, so much stuff has to happen uh, pretty much overnight. And it's like um, when I did go, I noticed that they would do about 80, 90 percent of the decoration done in one night and then little bits and pieces after throughout the month that they just kind of add in. Um, but yeah, they show like the installation of the jack-o'-lantern and Main Street, uh, the, the tour of converting the Haunted Mansion into the Nightmare Before Christmas theme. Um, even a nice little Easter egg that I didn't notice, but, uh, apparently the, the, the house, the gingerbread house that they use in the, in the Haunted Mansion for the Nightmare Before Christmas, it changes every year and it's re, it's edible. Really? It's real gingerbread. Um, I thought that they just used the decorators from the, from the, like, the, the bakery to, to decorate it and make it look like it. But mm-hmm. the, the head, uh, the head, not chef, but the food service manager, there we go. Food mm-hmm. service manager said that he wanted to kick it up and says, why not make the gingerbread house out of real gingerbread and make this more That's authentic? Very <laughs> and it's I'm like holy crap like I, I really wish that they provided a little bit more detail because I'm like I want to know if they're actually uh what my girlfriend pointed out like do they put like lacquer on it do they put something like hairspray something on it to like to, to preserve make it last longer last yeah. longer because they they start working on it a month before the Halloween decorations go up well I know that a lot of cookies I mean even though like they're edible and everything 
they can they can hold the structure up pretty well even though they're stale. Yeah. Well, cuz when it go, yeah. once it goes stale, it, it just dries out more stuff like that. Yeah. Um Yeah, so since we're talking about, you know, parks and stuff like that, uh there was an incident that happened last week that I didn't get a chance to talk about. And um uh did I ever tell you that the gondolas here um it, it's kind of like those ski resorts where they have those um those uh, uh, gondolas that you go inside and they take you up the yeah, mountain or yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Did I talk to you about that here at the Disney uh, resorts? No. What happened? Okay. So uh, they opened up the gondolas and uh, these are a new kind of transportation for Disney. Mm-hmm. And they take you to and from the whole, the new hotels to Hollywood Studios and also Epcot. So in a way, you don't have to take the bus anymore. You don't have to drive anymore. You can mm. just go to different parks that are connected through this gondola system. And it's kind of neat. Um, it, it's very fast. Um, and the only thing about this that a lot of people don't like, but it kind of is not that bad when you actually ride it, is it doesn't have AC. So all of the wind that goes in when it's traveling mm-hmm. goes through a vent. And that's how the whole thing is uh, vented. And you get this really nice breeze going on. Mm-hmm. So that way, like, uh, it keeps the whole cabin cool yeah. while you're moving. Um, not a lot of people have experienced it on a really hot day yet. So we don't really know how bad it would be. But so far, uh, people love the the whole entire experience of it. Mm-hmm. But something really bad happened last week. AC shut down. <laughs> no, there was no AC at all oh, on okay. these things. Ben, so. ben, ben shut down. No, <laughs> uh, something really bad. Um, one of the gondolas collided collided with another one. Aren't but they? It happened. Aren't, aren't, it, it, I mean, they're very spaced out. They're very spaced yeah. out. But where it happened was at the station. So uh-huh. when um, when the gondolas stopped, I guess this one was still going. Oh. And it crashed against the other one. So there was like, um, it was plexiglass. So there was like, Anton. I think it was tempered too. So it's shattered everywhere. Yeah. Anton, let this be a lesson. Don't go- don't drink in gondola. <laughs> That's the name of the episode, I guess. <laughs> don't, don't drink in gondola. Yeah, right. uh, this is your episode because I don't know how to spell gondola. I, I know it's Italian. Uh, yeah. <laughs> gondola. Yeah, so gondola. so uh, because of that incident happened, there were people in the other gondolas behind it. And they're like suspended in midair <laughs> with no AC. And you can't do anything. <laughs> Like you yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. So they were there for like at least an hour and a half until the um they call it the Reedy Creek Fire Department. Uh-huh. They came and then they escorted everybody out through the ladders. Um, each one. Okay, so I- I'll put it this way: Do you think Disney would get pissed off if one of the the visitors stuck on like one of the gondolas stuck like mid cable um decided to just break one of the windows while they were stuck? Yeah, they think they they get pissed. Oh yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um. No. So yeah, I think it'd be annoying. It, it, uh, yeah, they resumed the whole thing like the next day, like nothing happened. But I think they probably fixed the issue already. Because well, they're, yeah, they're I would hope so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, that's bad though. All right. So uh, one second. Mm-hmm. Oh, the hell? Wow. I think my niece is here because uh, oh, yeah. there somebody just pounded my door. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, all right. Uh, let's see here. Uh. Actually, this is one thing we talked about right after we record last uh, last episode. Yes. Uh, Rick and Morty season four. We got a trailer, and mm-hmm. there is a bit of crankiness. 
I know. And I think uh, we're only getting 10 episodes this year, right? Or five episodes. We're getting five episodes, eight okay. episodes total, uh, 10 episodes total. Okay. Uh, so the, the, the that's what people p- got pissed off about was that uh, the trailer said, you know, four, uh, five episodes coming, blah, blah, blah. Uh, a lot of people saying that, it, well, some of the theories are, um, they mean specifically, not, there's going to be five episodes for the season. It's going to be specifically for 2019. And then once after the holiday season's over, uh, they will add the remaining episodes uh, early 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. people, are, And I think people are just so, how to put it, not, not even hurt, just, I, I guess, uh, short, short fused. Because yeah, of the world problems, yeah. Because of the because of the hiatus that that happened mm-hmm. uh, between the last episode, the last season, season three, and this one. Hey, they were fighting for more seasons, so I mean, why no, but complain when I know, more, I know, more. people were like, oh, "Are they going into the hiatus?" I'm going, no, like I won't say bad word, but yeah, no, oh, <laughs> douchebag. I'll go, no, douchebag. They're uh, they're just taking this like short break. Like, there's no reason for them to to stop at this point. Like. The episodes we're getting now are have been done for a while. It's not like they're just these yeah. are hot off the press and they're gonna. So yeah. I, I think that also shows people's lack of understanding of animation, how long it takes yeah. to make one episode. <laughs> yeah, they should listen to our show so they can get educated. Here. Exactly. <laughs> so we're fine, people. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna get consistent episodes, and if anything, I think I have a feeling they might be taking some of the the net the the streaming uh well, what streaming services have been doing for some of the original series. Mm-hmm. I think we might get bursts, like, you know, seasons broken up into two parts. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think that'd be a good way to kind of spread out, because we know we're getting, what, 70 episodes? 72 episodes? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, And rather than have, you know, a traditional start in the fall, finish in the spring, mm-hmm. we can have, you know, spread it out fall, winter, and then we have spring and summer. So we're mm-hmm. consistently going, Uh, they have their breaks, they have their releases and they have consistent viewership mm-hmm. so uh you saw the trailer yes are you excited uh one thing i will say about rick and morty is that these episodes are or all their episodes tend to be very random so any trailer any teaser tells you really nothing <laughs> yeah, it doesn't because anything can happen anywhere yeah. at any time well so, i mean just by looking at it i i feel like it's gonna be super edgy this this season like it always has but I think they always take it up a notch every single season. Well, oh, I'm trying to break up rumor now. Uh, but like those, like those clip show episodes that they do where they're watching cable TV <laughs> and like from the from different parts of the galaxy. Yeah. Or uh, what's it called? The uh, mind mind washers. What was, what was it? Brainwashers. Yeah, yeah. It's a, a it, yeah. It's like a, a team of brainwashers or something like that. No, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, there was an episode. That, that, so they did two. They did two seasons where mm-hmm. they had uh the the TV <coughs> TV from across the galaxy. But on the mm-hmm. third season, instead of doing that, they did another episode. Uh, they did something else called uh, I think I think Brainwash, where they where they literally pulled people's uh memories. And mm-hmm. you watch the memories instead of watching like episodes. Of oh, the yeah. TV. Yeah. Yeah. That's I think right. like Mind yeah. Washers for what it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm like just episodes like that were just complete nonsense. Just the just writers getting to write gags and mm-hmm. voice actors ad libbing and mm-hmm. then animators having to work around the ad libbing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's how you get a uh, what's it? That weird episode. Like, how, how is it made? They're making fun yeah. of how's it made. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. That was that, like funny. that's like, com- like I feel the, bad. The plumbus. How is how's the plumbus made? Yeah, they, they, at first they 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 chop one, they chop this part out, and they smooth it out, 
And then they cut this part out, and then, <laughs> and this is where the magic happens. <laughs> yeah. how, how it works, we don't know. Yeah, exactly. What it's for, we don't know. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. But like, see, like that, I'm like that. I feel bad for any animators that had to that had to animate that because that's just uh, somebody BSing their way through an yeah. ad lib session. I, I got to make a uh, gold plumbus in uh, the VR, the the Rick and Morty VR game. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did you do the steps exactly how it was done uh, yeah so you, you put a plumbus in one and then you you get like something like a material like let's say this can so you put the yeah. can there and then you press the button and it combines the materials together and it makes whatever it is so it'll be a aluminum plumbus yeah it's really funny so weird <laughs> anyways uh moving on to other weird news <laughs> yeah uh onward trailer we finally got a preview of what it is yeah so onward trailer gives us uh, a better insight of what the story is about yeah this is uh pixar right pixar's latest, yeah, next project pixar. Mm-hmm. uh this is gonna be starring chris pratt and uh tom uh holland holland yeah mm-hmm. i was like tom hilliard uh tom <laughs> holland uh this is all we really knew before this was it was kind of a fairy tale feel to it the name onward and who's starring it now we yeah. have an understanding that there's magic involved, uh, uh, a, a bottom half of a body, and adventure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it sounds pretty ins- exciting to see something uh, different, you know? Yeah. Well, what did you think? Yeah. Uh, I think this is a pretty good step forward into um, kind of, I mean, I've, I've never, I've always thought about, you know, what happens if the fairy tale world was in the modern times, you know? And I think this this movie is probably gonna give us that Look, that answer. First of all, yeah. uh, yep. you never saw Bright then, because that, that that that's your that's the world you're describing right now. Well, yeah, Bright <laughs> is so edgy. I mean, you know, that's I, I, was, I was expecting more like fairy tale, fairy tale. This is the, instead the, of like yeah, like that. That's that's the ghetto of the whatever whatever world onward takes mm-hmm. place in. Uh, Bright is the ghetto part of that town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's different. I don't think we've had uh, something similar to this from Pixar in a while. Um, so something G rated or PG rated. I think this is how we would have viewed uh, uh, Frozen uh, before we knew what it was. Something different, yeah. Ice World kind of thing. Um, and now it's part of the what we know about Disney. Uh, I'm kind of curious to see how uh, Pixar creates this world. And um, I imagine I, I'm gonna have I'm gonna feel the same about it the way I feel about How to Train Your Dragon. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, okay. well, I already told you like uh, two weeks ago when I saw Abominable, uh, Abominable. Oh yeah, and yeah, it's from the same people as How to Train Your Dragon, but yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, mm-hmm. all right, that's on. Uh, that's it for news. Ready to move on to video games? Yes, let's get into video. Games. All right. Uh, first thing we're going to cover here in video games, uh, Cuphead. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a game that you told me about that they're going to be created into a show. Uh, yes. Some news came out saying that Cuphead, the game, is now going to be available in Teslas. Oh, yeah. That's his weapon. Oh, okay. I was like, I don't know what you're doing there. You're just snapping. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know if you ever played the game, but uh, uh, whenever he shoots uh, little bullets, yeah. this is what he does. He just snaps his fingers. Yeah, it just snaps his fingers. Uh, it's, uh, bullets fly out. Yeah, so I mean, Tesla's n- have been known to release uh, games for their center monitor, center uh, console screen, mm-hmm. 
uh, in their cars, and now Cuphead has been added to that catalog. So, yay! I think it's kind of cool that, you know, uh, the Tesla are putting games in there, because there are times when you go to Target to charge your car. Mm-hmm. Interesting to do. It, it kind of gets boring. <laughs> uh, I like yeah. the racing game that they added to it. I think that's cool. Mm-hmm. That you know, It's pretty much a, a gaming rig. The, your car becomes yeah. a gaming rig. You get to actually yeah, steer. <laughs> the, the, the actual wheel. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. All right. All right. So, other gaming news. Uh, I'm excited for a couple of games that are coming up. Uh, I already talked about them already. Um, but November seems to be pretty busy for... A lot of the games that I'm interested in, mm-hmm. uh, like I got Shenmue 3, mm-hmm. which was a Kickstarter. I, I paid probably 30 bucks like four or five years ago, mm-hmm. and the game's finally coming out. Super excited. Uh, another game that we also talked about was uh, Death Stranding, which uh, is made by Hideo Kojima. It's also a PlayStation game. Sorry. <laughs> um yeah, this game is finally coming out. It's been anticipated for such a long time, ever since Hideo Kojima got fired from um, Konami. Mm-hmm. And he went on a, a year hiatus where he grew a beard and <laughs> it looked like he was losing his mind. And then PlayStation and a couple of uh, big fans that are from the gaming industry gave him a little bit of funding money to finish the dream project that he wanted to do. Which was make a game with Norman Reedus. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, I don't mean to derail, but isn't he working on one mm-hmm. with uh, Gilmore Del Toro? Yeah, this is it. Oh, this is it too. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, because it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be Silent Hill. Yeah, well, the, the, that's what the code name yeah. was. I think the, they only came out as uh, what was it? Uh, they call it PT trailer. Yeah, playable pl- trailer. Playable trailer. Yeah, dude. Uh, I got I got sucked into a YouTube uh, rabbit hole uh, mm-hmm. watching. I, I guess game uh, some some uh, hackers have broken into the code or the the playable trailer code and started tweaking the code, uh, changing some lighting effects, seeing what's been the, deleted. The, the weird thing about the game is every time you play it, it's not the same game. Yeah, and it just gets weirder and weirder, and people keep unlocking secrets. Yeah, over and over and over again. So that's yeah. yeah. So that's one reason why people got into it to see what you know what's making it tick. What can they make it do? So rather than having to play it over and over again, they can just switch certain settings on and off and walk through it. Uh, so there's one where uh, I forgot the name. I'll, I'll, for the sake of the for the sake of this conversation, I'll say her, the 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 dead woman's name is Alice. Uh, mm-hmm. Actually, that might be right. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Al- She's. Mm-hmm. She shows up like randomly, and that's when the game ends. Yeah, well, uh, so as it turns out, she's actually been following you the entire time in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's right behind you. Yeah, she's right behind the camera. Yeah, yeah. exactly. She's always around you. Um, at a point where there's a, you see a shadow, uh, something when you some, turn really fast. Yeah, something. Well, not just that, but yeah. you're walking through a room, and there's like a door that's like half open. You see mm-hmm. something kind of peer out, and then before you can react, it kind of disappears and the door shuts. And when you open the door, nothing's there. So one of the hackers went into it and tweaked tweaked the code so whatever's there uh, stays there. So when you open the door, you see it's actually Alice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's so funny. Like it's such a small demo that like it sucks that the game's not going to happen. Yeah, and uh, they deleted the game. And people who already downloaded the game onto the the PlayStation's, mm-hmm. they they sell the actual PlayStation's that already downloaded those games, and they're selling it like for lots of money. Is it like Flappy Bird? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like Flappy Bird on on the freaking uh, iPhone. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, yeah. Anyway, so uh, Destiny is one of the ones I've been hearing a lot about. It, it, it looks cool, but I guess I'm not the only one that has no idea what the hell's going on with it. Oh, Death Stranding? Yeah, Death Stranding. Uh, yeah, a lot of people were confused, too, because, I mean, the game is so weird and complicated. I mean, it, it has something to do with babies. <laughs> well, because he's... Yeah, yeah, he has like an incubator with a with a baby in it. Um, mm-hmm. They keep making vague references to uh, I'm gonna cre- say like I'm gonna I'm gonna create the universe or create the world or something like that. Yeah, and then uh, for the actual gameplay that I saw, he's basically in like a um, a a building where he has a bunch of cargo, mm-hmm. and all it is is uh, you're trying to stack stuff on uh, Norman. Yeah. <laughs> And so then he can go on his journey to deliver all that stuff. So I think it's a delivery service type of game, kind of like Kiki's. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, I, I don't really know the whole story behind it, but uh, I'll tell you more about it when I start playing it. Um, I will say that uh, watching some of the reviews of the trailers have been funny because they started mm-hmm. calling out that uh, Norman Reedus's character drops apparently a very valuable box. The way the trailer, <laughs> the, the trailer's camera follows it, um, uh-huh. and the way he reacts when he drops it, uh, he drops it twice in like very <laughs> stupid ways. <laughs> and so, like, oh, and, like okay, this is where uh, he drops the box and it slips out of his hands and it slides across the map, uh, which we don't know what's in the box, but apparently it's very important. And then, like two yeah. minutes later, the trailer. And he drops that very important box again. Guess it's not that important. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. So since we're talking about PlayStation, uh, I want to talk to you about next year's next gen systems. Mm-hmm. So there has been talks and um, announcements of both of these systems. So we're getting PS5 and we're also getting Xbox Project Scarlet. Mm-hmm. So... I want to know for you as a gamer, uh, console gamer, what are you looking for in a new system? Are you interested in the gameplay or are you interested in the game titles or are you interested in the, the, the hardware, the stuff that happens under the hood? I think I, I think the, like, what's been kind of drawing me towards Xbox recently and now Switch have been the game titles mainly. Uh, mm-hmm. the problem with PlayStation is, uh, what drew a lot of people to it, which was the, the PlayStation exclusives has kind of kept me away from getting the newer PlayStations. Cause I don't really know what those franchises are about. Yeah. See that, that's the one thing I wish you, you, you can experience is a lot of the games that win, uh, awards are mostly on the, the PlayStation. <laughs> It's true. Oh wait, you can I see mean, my face. Oh my bad. <laughs> yeah, like uh, you got God of War, you got Last of Us, you got Uncharted. Um, Anton, these are very heavy, heavy hitters. Anton, it, it's like it's like movie awards. It's not just like, who the critics <clears throat> like; it's who the audience like too. Um, no, I don't know. I'm saying that I, there's one game that came really close to making me want to buy a PlayStation, uh, and instead I ended up getting a Switch. But that was Spider Man. I almost, yeah. I dude, even Spider Man is freaking good. That's like, so good, and that's the thing that that's what kept me mm-hmm. from from buying. That's that was drawing me towards buying the PlayStation, uh, but in the yeah. end, I went to Switch because of the game titles. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, so I, game titles is very important to you. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and then the game titles I do recognize in, uh, that that go to PlayStation or can go to PlayStation. 
they're available for other consoles. So I end up just, you know, picking it up for that console. So that's, that's kind of mm-hmm. been my draw there. Um, I know you've made a, a case for the hardware. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know. I just, I, so far I've had no issues with my Xbox. So, yeah. So, <clears throat> so next year, um, I mean, they already announced a couple of things that are available uh, in the market for them to build a, a new system. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for PlayStation 5, they've been working with AMD. Well, interestingly, both companies, PlayStation and Xbox, has been working with AMD. And I think you should buy AMD stocks because their stocks has been like pretty good. Uh, ever since they went back to revamp their whole entire chipset systems, mm-hmm. they went back to the drawing board to do everything from scratch. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, there was a law in these chips, how they're made, that you're only allowed to go so far to make it so powerful. And that's why you have to start making different cores and everything. All right. So the AMD... Um, chips are able to do the new architecture called Ryzen. And uh, they're able to do it with the the graphics cards and also the GPUs or the CPUs. So a lot of companies right now, uh, I mean, they for the longest time, they've been using like the i6, the i, uh, i9 mm-hmm. cards from Intel. But these guys are knocking it out of the waters. So PlayStation is doing eight cores. Uh, for their chipset, and Xbox is doing the same, but they're only doing one chip. It's 1.6 gigahertz. Um, so I'm I'm kind of curious: is Xbox going the route of cloud gaming? Because they're not going all out with the processor on this one. Yeah, and even the graphics too. Yeah, and I th- PlayStation is going an extra mile with with the the higher end GPU that's not even out yet. Yeah, and that's the thing too. It which we talked about. Uh, with Stadia is that seems to be what they think is finally they 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 finally think they uh they think they finally solve the the issue with uh streaming uh with games um yeah. so and and the thing to keep in mind is whatever console comes out we've haven't had a console that didn't last us at least uh 10 years in about two generations i think PlayStation yeah. 3 and play and Xbox 360 were the first consoles that lasted us a decade then were replaced by almost a decade almost a decade and then they came out with the playstation 4 and uh the xbox one which also Mm -hmm. has i mean it's still going it's it's a we're at a Mm -hmm. decade and now uh it's moving on to this next generation next year uh so in 10 years i mean do you think hardware is going to matter this much to us no and okay so we already know like we talked about this um um i think over like 30 episodes ago where PlayStation and Xbox already signed a contract together Uh, to do cloud gaming together. Yeah, the cross-platform games. Yeah, cross-platform games and also having a cloud gaming service. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it's kind of interesting because I think because PlayStation and Xbox are are, are playing a a closer game uh, of uh, selling their hardware now, that they're kind of backing each other up because there are bigger players out there right now that is more of a threat to them. We already know Nintendo's not a threat. No, and Nintendo and made, made peace yeah. with that. They they know where their mm-hmm. niche is. They know they're more family gaming. Uh, mm-hmm. their, their game experience rather than, mm-hmm. you know, the actual, like, intensity of the game, whatever. It's more about the, the community aspect of it. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so we know that, you know, PlayStation's going to go all out with their hardware, and I'm excited to see what's going to happen in the future with all of that hardware. Um, but for Xbox, I'm kind of curious to see where they're going to go. I think the one thing about Xbox is they try to always go for the, the middle, where it, they, they're in the safe zone. I think Xbox just tries to keep its options open as to what it can become. Uh, yeah. PlayStation has always put gaming first and then everything else second. Xbox seems to try anything it can and will. Like, I think right now the biggest thing they're trying to push is, uh, uh, not Twitch, uh, Mixer. Mixer. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So they're trying that's to. That's their new moneymaker. Yeah. Well, it's not what they send that gamer, uh, Ninja, uh, yeah. for that one. So. Okay. So here's my thought of what I think is going to happen with the Xbox Scarlet is I think they're going to compete with the PlayStation just to compete. But, I mean, later on when, um, let's say, PlayStation is doing really well with their superior hardware, mm-hmm. I think Xbox will probably go, hey, you know what? We'll do that too. It seems pretty successful. So we'll come out with a better version of Scarlet. Yeah, and that's another thing too is it, even though these consoles have lasted us a decade, Mm-hmm. Both systems are not shy about making lighter versions or even making more, in the case of Xbox, the Xbox Elite, yeah. uh, making yeah. it more powerful, more more beefy. Uh, Xbox One X. Oh. Uh, Xbox One X box? Xbox One X. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so. PlayStation Pro. Yeah. Yeah, so they have their variations. Uh, probably mm-hmm. won't see that those until at least five years on the line, but. Yeah. Uh, we, we might see a lighter version in about four years, but. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So, end of an era. It's not coming to an end. Yeah. Good talk. Uh. Well, <laughs> first of all, are you gonna buy any new games knowing that this these consoles are coming out? I see, I know they're gonna make it backwards uh, compatible, but I know that PlayStation is not gonna be backwards compatible. I know that. Oh, that's true. This, that this whole architecture is totally different than all of the other ones. So I know I know for sure it's not gonna happen. Um. Yeah. I, I think place uh, Xbox is gonna try to make it backwards compatible because they've been pushing so much to. Mm-hmm. Uh bring their xbox 360 titles to the arcade or to this uh the microsoft store. service yeah yeah mm-hmm. so uh for them to do all that work and then just you know up oh, oh, new console nope these don't work anymore again uh i'm not mm-hmm. sure yeah makes sense yeah all right Anton. we're just gonna have to wait till next year uh it's gonna be uh both these systems are hitting the shelves in holiday 2020 <laughs> success we probably won't get it until uh probably march of 2021 because both consoles are going to be the want to be the first one to sell out which means that yeah. both consoles consoles might try to short supply unless, the market unless unless we have a superior system stadia stadia mm. and maybe we don't even have to buy a playstation and xbox uh. That's a good strategy. Let's see here. If yeah. do you think yeah. they're gonna a try to oversaturate the market and just make it as as readily available so people won't try to move to the stadia, or will they try to uh, make it more appealing by shorting the market and making it seem like oh PlayStation and Xbox have sold out everywhere? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, people have kind of moved towards what's new in technology yeah and i think uh spending less is also a good thing too yeah that's true that's definitely a good thing mm-hmm. uh, especially since you have mm-hmm. a baby on the way yeah i know <laughs> so then uh someone doesn't yell at me for buying you're gonna be coming a, a new console you're gonna you're gonna become <laughs> a nintendo only console uh, uh household yay 
<laughs> oh no. <laughs> All right, yeah. done. Uh, let's move on to our last segment movies. All right, movies. All right, so looking at the box office, as of October 9th, uh, number one, we have Joker with 129.4 million, uh, 129.4 million, sorry. Uh, number two, Abominable with 41.1 million. Number three, Downton Abbey with 76.8 million. Number four, Judy with an estimated 11.1 million. And finally, number five, Hustlers with 93.6 million. I am surprised Downton Abbey is making this much money. It's making more money than some of the summer movies made. Wow. And I'm surprised that uh, Hustlers was able to get like 90 something million. That's pretty high for a. Uh... It's it, dude. It's the girls night out, man. I, yeah, that's true. I, I think the opening weekend, uh, Instagram, Snapchat, all my friends that posted them that, that they were going to watch this uh, left their boyfriends and husbands at home and went, and went with their girls. Uh, <laughs> I saw at least three group pictures in front of the Hustler posters. <laughs> uh, and then one of my friends posted uh, in their Instagram picture underneath said, uh, came out of the movie wanting to be a stripper. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> that's that's a lot to say. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I didn't have much plan for the movie segment, but I something did pop into my mind right now as we're going over the the box office numbers. Mm-hmm. Okay. The ending. Okay. And first of all, if you haven't seen Joker, spoilers. Uh, I was under the impression that my interpretation of the ending of Joker was readily accepted. But earlier today, I heard a podcast, uh, the Nerdy Now podcast. Um, they were talking about how it's very, people are disagreeing and the minority of people believe the Joker imagined it. Was that your takeaway? Like, what was your, do you think that the things that happened in the Joker actually happened or was it, was that all in his head? That's really interesting. I walked away thinking it was all in his head. That's very interesting because like, didn't they say that he was in, oh, well, they released him. He's also still, still did the interviews on him. But also, it does make sense at the very ending if he just thought about all that and said, oh, that's funny. Yeah. And that's, that's where you get him. He kind of zoned out. Um, that's crazy. That's a really good, uh, good take. Well, <laughs> that's the thing. I, I, I think that's why we didn't bring it up because I just thought it was, it was a given the way it ended and just the way the mm-hmm. movie was laid out. Um, but one thing that I didn't think about is the Joker is a character that, um, his, I can't remember if it was a quote in the movie or just a quote from something else, but the Joker has truth, truths even in his lies. Mm-hmm. Um, so for the movie itself to misdirect you or to confuse you is very Joker-esque. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. So, so, I mean, just some of the things that happen in the movie it's the the audience just has to suspend disbelief more than usual and just yeah. go for the ride uh mm-hmm. the scene where he walks into the movie theater to confront uh wayne uh tom thomas wayne uh he just walked in we, we really don't see how he got in we just see him in the lobby of the theater and just happened to pick up a uh usher coat Mm-hmm. Um, what was another one? Uh, the the, the stand up routine. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
we really don't see him come up with any material but we just know that he got a spot at an open mic to do his comedy we don't see him book it we don't see him do anything um in any conversations with the nightclub owner just happens we just show up at the nightclub and it happens uh it just so many things had to line up that we never get explanations for yeah i think that's one of the things that uh todd phillips said he said that the director yeah he said that um a lot of people came up to him and started asking questions and giving him theories about the movie mm-hmm. and he can't really say anything about him because he said that he wants to keep the suspense like that yeah because uh he does he does um agree with some of the theories that a lot of people say out there mm-hmm. and he says that you know a lot of them are correct and a lot of them are wrong but he's never going to say anything until like probably like 20 years later. Oh, no. This is going to be like something we're not going to hear about until like the tw- yeah. the 20th anniversary DVD comes out yeah. or whatever. Um, yeah. yeah. Some of the things I thought about, too, is, uh, again, for the Joker to have all these delusions in the movie, mm-hmm. but yet the only fake thing that we got misdirected on was uh, Zazie Beetz's character not being real or like uh, uh, his relationship with Zazie Beetz's character being fake. Mm-hmm. That one seems very like like that. That seems very uh, shorthanded. If that's the only mis- mm-hmm. misdirection we got, uh, mm-hmm. the other part is uh, it's a guy that he's living in poverty. He's taking care of his mom, but just happens to be the uh, alleged son of the most ri- the, the most rich guy in the country, let alone uh, Gotham City. Mm-hmm. Um, he happened to. Uh, meet him in the bathroom at a movie theater. Uh, by himself, no, no other people around. Mm-hmm. Um, he be he got to be on his favorite talk show. Uh, he became a it, hero yeah, of the city. It was city. just so convenient. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like everything exactly seems to line up so well. Exactly, and the thing is, yeah. we're so sucked into the character, the the the, the cringeworthiness of the movie that we don't really question it. We're kind of just curious to see what happens next. And I, I oh. Yeah, that, that's right. Because like, if if I want to listen to the whole dialogue again at the very end when that lady's interviewing him, uh-huh. yeah, uh, something that that I did miss that they pointed out on the Nerd and All podcast was mm-hmm. the throwaway scene at the very beginning when he's first being interviewed by the social worker. Mm-hmm. Um, you get a glimpse of him in Arkham Asylum smashing his head against the window, and that's the only thing we ever see of him in Arkham besides the ending. Mm-hmm. Uh, so some people are making the connection that, you know, he was... That was a glimpse of reality and then flashback to his fantasy. So the reality snapped the, the impact to the glass brought us to reality and then back into the fantasy as he was done. That's really interesting. So I kind of want to rewatch the movie just to watch the mm-hmm. end scene and see if he has any marks on his forehead. Because I, I, I one of the things I did notice is that his hair wasn't green anymore. And this is supposed to be mm-hmm. right after the riots. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I I, I don't know. I, I just thought like, damn, it's going to be a great movie that we're probably going to we're gonna hear yeah, theories maybe about for a the moment. reason why he laughed so hard at the very end was because he was thinking about the, that whole thing. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. that's pretty deep. And that's and that's a why lot to think yeah, about. and that's why he said you had to be there or you wouldn't get it. Because <laughs> imagine, mm-hmm. yeah, trying to explain that delusion to somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I cool. killed a person, became a city hero because of it. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, so I don't know. I I, I just 
I, I just had to bring that up again because I was I heard that in the, on their podcast. And I was like, wait, what? Like that's the minority? I thought that was the common belief. Like that it was a, yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so we'll talk about it again in twenty years when uh, t- yeah. Todd Phillips <laughs> releases the commentary. It does yep. a collect uh, director's cut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. All right, Anton. If people want to support us and keep us running for another twenty years, how can they do that? Uh, they can do that by going to our website at www.the2oc.com and uh, maybe buy some stickers, t-shirts, or maybe a hat. And if there was something that we talked about on the show that uh, you know is in our show notes or website or anything, any of the links that takes to Amazon gives us a little kickback. So it's always a good thing. Uh, yes, sir. Ecos follows on social media at the two OC on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, the latest post I put on Twitter for uh, deals they can uh, click on and give us a little kickback on is uh, the entire Back to the Future Adventure Pack. Or uh, okay, let's get this right: the entire uh, Back to the Future, the complete adventures. There we go. That's what it was. So it's a DVD collection of the first, the three, uh, the three movies. So the trilogy. And all 26 episodes of the animated series that they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, only $21.99 Blu-rays with That's digital copies. Deal. Yeah. That's a very good deal. So these are the deals you're missing out on if you're not following us on Twitter. And again, if you click on the link that I post with these deals, not only do you get an awesome deal, but we get a little cut at no extra expense to you. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> so this week's uh, episode is also brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day three 30-day free trial at uh, www.audibletrial.com slash the 2OC. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from, and you can use it on your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or even MP3 player. Um, There's a book that I recommend. It's a self-help book, and uh, my wife read this. It is called You Are a Badass by Jen uh, Jen Sincero. I really thought you were going to (laughs) say... Uh, what you call it? Uh, the art of not giving a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good book too. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I mean, one of the recommendations I would have to make for an Audible uh, selection is uh, Batman and Psychology. Since we were talking about the Joker and all that, um, these pop psychology and pop philosophy books are great, great to- uh, books to uh, explore different theories in psychology and philosophy. Mm-hmm. Um, and connect them to characters that you know and love. Mm-hmm. I mean, personally, I'm reading that book, uh, the philosophy, uh, or not philosophy, um, uh, Iron Man versus uh, Captain America versus Iron Man mm-hmm. to, to understand the philosophy. So, yeah, good reads. Cool. Uh, one last thing that I forgot to mention: uh, don't forget to give us a five star review on Apple Podcast and your favorite podcast listening app. Uh, that helps us, you know, move up on the podcast list and also helps us get new viewers or listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's it. Anything else, Anton? Yep. Nope. That's it. Let's call on tonight. All right. For the 2OC, I'm Al Flores. And I'm Anton Duong. See you guys. Okay.